Hey, did you come here often? Oh, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> yeah, cool. Great. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to see you here. Yeah. All right. Cool. Welcome to Transformers Weekly, uh, Australian Transformers Weekly even. We can, we can do Worldwide Transformers Weekly. It's okay. We are your first stop and your last best hope for Transformers news in Australia. This is episode 141. We are recording live on February 9th, 2018. And if you're really nice, I might sit next to you at the bar and get you a drink. distracted by how good looking you are that i forgot to tell you that in this episode we will be talking about an unreleased generations cup uh well the possibility of one the body of a third party bruticus takes takes shape uh and it's it might end up it might end up on um one of those one of those shows where you talk about body body image issues uh we can get three third party cliff jumpers there's two that are new this week and there's a little bit more. I'm Jason. Joining me this week, we have Brad coming to us from his undisclosed location, uh, from his bunker in his undisclosed location in central Victoria. Greetings, greetings. How are we doing this week? We are doing just swimmingly. We're way more awake than last week. Apart from the heat, <laughs> again. Yeah, Go away. It's, 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 it's been pretty hot up in Sydney as well. Uh, Max, welcome back to the show. It's been, actually, it's only been a week, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's been about as long as it's been for you. It has. I, I know. I know you're tired. You get separation anxiety sometimes. I, I I get I get confused over whether or not we have Max or Mikey on the show with us every week because your names both start with him. Is what I I can manage not to do it with Jason and John. You know, I feel like we can all try and Who's make a bit of an effort here. There's no John. Yeah. <laughs> There's no job until daylight savings finishes. <laughs> That's right. That is absolutely correct. Only, only after daylight savings, when he can come out under cover of darkness, is there a job? Uh, all right, Max, so Max, how is that battery going? Battery? Um, oh, this, hasn't, this is hasn't made the, the air conditioning any better. This is the part of the podcast where we give shit to Max for living in South Australia, where his entire state is powered by a Tesla battery. Oh no! I'm going somewhere with this for once. Go on, go on. <laughs> Is in a world shooting a battery into space. In a world where a man can flirt money and just throw it away and shooting a vehicle into space for it to head towards the sun and maybe come back in a billion years' time. I posit this question or this theory now: in a million years or whatever time it takes to slingshot around and come back, Earth is in desperate turmoil turmoil they need a element that is no longer available on this planet we are facing our destruction is it unobtainium please say it's unobtainium it's lithium <laughs> from the batteries <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden this rocket returns delivering this one million year old tesla car that is now can you can you can you cut to my uh, cut to my screen please I'm doing that right now. There it is. <laughs> so um, not only is not only is Max's state entirely powered by a Tesla battery, but <laughs> we're we're, verg we're verging dangerously. On, we're, we're on the we're on dangerously on the verge of becoming a tech news podcast here at this point. But um, Elon Musk did 
fire his own Tesla uh, Roadster into space this week, prompting the question when people noticed that there's a uh, fully functioning spacesuit sitting in the car, did Elon uh, Musk just commit the perfect murder? <laughs> of himself or someone else? Was he actually saying no, launch? Some, someone else. Like, if you were going to do it, that's the time to do it. You just you can hide the body off planet. Mr. Musk, I am a billionaire. I want to die. I have cancer. Here is $1 billion. Launch me into space. Okay. <laughs> I want to do it in a car, a convertible. Yeah, why not? Why not? And the screen, of course, does say, don't panic. Yep. Yeah. I mean, just just like Matt Damon in The Martian. <laughs> it's not entirely out of a question given that Elon Musk may be going insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he, he did provide a battery for South Australia, which is one of the least <laughs> popular areas of Australia, but yay. <laughs> oh, no, he's like, yeah, I'll, oh, you want to fix this? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll fix this for you. I'll, I'll, also, I'll make a flamethrower and I'll shoot a car into space. <laughs> That's a good point. Elon Musk did launch the boring company Flamethrower last week, uh, which has been met roundly, um, r- roundly around all the uh, United States uh, individual states <laughs> with statewide bans. <laughs> It's all right. You can own an assault rifle, but you can't own a flamethrower. That is absolutely I thought, correct. I thought that come up on the Hacksmith notifications on YouTube. Was that from Elon Musk, was it? It was the boring company flamethrower. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I need to read more. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we shall... Uh, shall we get back to it? <laughs> this week's Bot Shots winner is a good a, a good dose of revenge on uh, on last week's winner Michael Vela with uh, from Mark Fender coming in early and uh, coming out early with this photo this week of uh, Fort Max taking a photo of uh, Metroplex and Windblade and excellent photo well done he's pulled focus really well onto the onto the phone um, yeah there's not not much more to say about it it's fantastic. I'm glad you can see the image real clear in the phone. Looking at on my phone today, you couldn't really see that detail. I'm like, is that Windblade on top of Metroplex? Like, <laughs> trying to <laughs> try to actually see the photo, but actually you being on the big screen. Pinch to zoom. This is okay. that sort of thing where you look at it and you think that it kind of has to be edited, but I don't, I don't, you can't actually see where it would have been. It just looks that good. Mm-hmm. Rules of the competition are you may not edit the phone, edit the thing, apply besides applying some light filters. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, good job, Mark. Um, getting revenge on last week's winner, Michael Vela, by coming out and just romping it in. This was about sixteen votes, sixteen votes to five. I think five was the nearest, uh, yeah, nearest yeah, it place. Swamped so, it. <laughs> yeah, well done. Now, since this is one of the things that we've been doing on the podcast for a while, and we are actually, this week, we will actually be celebrating the podcast's third birthday, Brad has uh, Brad's taken a trip in time via wibbly-wobbly timey-wimey technology, which is also known as looking up the first week's run sheet, <laughs> and uh, he's, he's pulled out a few interesting factoids about oh. what, what exactly was going on that first week of the podcast. Brad, tell, tell us what we saw. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, February 13th was the release of our first podcast uh, three years ago. So, yay, happy birthday to us. Um, No candles, no cake, no balloons. We'll see what we can do next week. But um, looking at some of the news here, of course, this is the week of Nuremberg. Unfortunately, this week there isn't any news from Nuremberg. But uh, back in that first week, we got our full images of Devastator, Titans Return. Was was this the one with the the dude standing in front of it? 
Yes, and uh, excellent. And we realised that he wasn't going to have a mixmaster traditional mixmaster leg, and uh, G one fanboys raged. If, also, if, I, if I raged, you mean like grumbled slightly and then went out to Big W and bought it on sale anyway? Yeah, fanboy rage anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Wave one of Combiner Wars hit shelves, which would have been the uh, Toy World $8 Legends and $19 Deluxes. That, that, is, that is fantastic because uh, Wave one of uh, Power of the Primes has just hit shelves really this week around Australia as well with them going into Target and Maya stores somewhere. Uh, I'm not sure that we've actually seen it in Kmart stores yet despite them having had placeholder price tags for about three weeks now. Mm. And we I only... think Kmart did, uh, Kmart did get them, but Big W is the one that's left. Right. Yeah, okay. And we only, we only commented a couple of weeks ago too about how uh, Toy World was just getting Power of the Primes in and how excessive the prices were. So a free year right. swing there. We got to see some images of uh, Toy World's Devil Star, which is their Astro Train. Um, Chiguru. You've, you've got that one, don't you, Max? Uh, the Devil Star? Uh, no. I do have the DX9 one on board, right. though. So. Yeah. Um, DX9 Chiguru. Chiguruf, whatever that Astro Train is. Um, we had a bit, of a, yeah, a bit of a comparison between those two. Uh, Unique Toys Octane Provider, which oh, is I've in got my him. Yep. I think we all got that one. Fans Toys Grenada, which was their bombshell, actually. We've seen some images had a uh, grey and purple chess versions, and we were like, why are there two versions again? Toy versus cartoon, you decide. Um, <laughs> Toy Bot Throttle Bots, Toy World Throttle Bots, I should say. Um, yeah. Pre orders for Expressway, Shinebug, and Sideload went up. And uh, yeah, the Toys R Us opened Bogger. Um, this, is, this has reminded me that, my God, we talked about a lot of shit in some of the earlier podcasts. Yeah, yep. <laughs> DX9 Invisible, we got to see uh, an exclusive clear version. I got Red Alert. Some of them swoop. have been consigned to the annals of history. Yep. So, happy birthday, guys. 141 episodes, nearing the 150, which isn't too bad considering we're only nine episodes we've obviously missed over three years. So, that's good. <laughs> Sounds good. Swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Today's news is a blast from the past that wasn't actually the past but won't be the future, but is an interesting thing to look at nonetheless. Um, we are looking at we are looking at an image that um, now bears the tag of Pete's robot convention. Now, uh, this image comes from Pete Sinclair, who usually who, who um, is formerly of Fun Publications and Botcon. Now, we've seen the uh, IDW style of Ryan Pax um, uh, figure, which I can even I can do this if you if you cut back to me. I was going to ask if someone had it. He's right in front of me here. We've seen we've seen this figure um, used a few times over the years. Most notably, well, mo not most notably, perhaps, but uh, very notably as a uh, a redeco as a, a Leo Kaiser. Um, now, well, maybe same axis, just a Leo Prime, but. Um, the, so it's, it was quite interesting. There's been rumours for a long time that this figure was actually destined to be something else as well. And 
Yeah, there was a lot of people suggesting this guy or Thunderclash, and it correct. There, there, like there were a lot of people suggesting that it might be a cup, and it wouldn't be the first time that a Prime's toy has actually uh, been doubled up as a cup or been a no. repaint of a cup. But uh, this this has finally been uh, finally been uh, well, not really. The rumor hasn't been put to rest. The rumor's had a file lit under it by Pete, who has uh, revealed that the head was indeed uh, a, a, the head was actually. Uh, distributed at BotCon during the custom figures class where it was actually, um, I think it was for a, a Galvatron repaint of something, but uh, the head does indeed go with this uh, go with this figure and Pete's painted one up to sort of show how it was meant to look um, coming out of the custom class and uh, doesn't he look fantastic? Hmm. Yeah, it's been great to see. I mean, Pete's been doing a lot of these like we showed the what would have been the exclusives for BotCon this year. Well, last year, um, even had it been cancelled, and now we're seeing even more mainline stuff like this, which shows that, yeah, this guy would have worked really well. Yeah, yeah, he totally would have. It is a damn shame. Like, I, the thing is, I mean, sure, you can say this mold's going to work well as this character, and you can suggest repaints and whatever, but it's also just a matter of it would, like, that's just a great figure to begin with. Uh, I don't know, a lot of people uh, would have been more than happy to buy multiples of. So it's a shame that it didn't get its due. Indeed. And at this point, too, the only one that came out beforehand was the Classics one that um, sort of had the third-party head with the cigar and that, but um, same sort of colour. Um, it's It'd be interesting to see what the official head would have looked like. This is obviously a fan-painted one like, the eyes being so standouty as they are. Um, yeah, yeah. This, so this is this one's been um, customed up by Pete himself. Yeah, yeah. Which you can see the extra detail on it that I don't think an official one would actually have, but it looks fantastic. Well, and maybe it doesn't look yeah. so. It doesn't really look so far off what an official paint job would look like. I think. No, no. Like, that's it. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. Um. It is nice to see more of what may have been. There was also there was a post in the discussion group a few weeks ago about. Uh, uh, the botcon figures that um, Max was re referring to earlier as well. They looked they looked pretty cool, but there was a lot of them as well. So I don't know how many of them really would have made seen the light of day. But, well, well, the thing with botcon figures is that they always end up doing a whole bunch of them like outside of a regular box set. There's just so few of them, like especially yeah. when you consider the custom classes and whatever. You like, yeah, a lot I, of figures so which are easy to forget about. So one of one of my and this this term does get uh, thrown around a lot. Uh, one of my so-called Grail items is a uh, Botcon Custom Class Minerva, because it's kind of like the last thing that I really need to collect of my uh, animated line. Even when uh, Unpub was selling off all the old exclusives, the Custom Class figures, just the unbuilt and unpainted ones, were way more expensive than anything else they had. Oh yes, definitely. Yeah, because there's some really good ideas in there. Like, I think they had uh, you know, the Auto Trooper, um, Alva Convoy, all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a bit interesting. I don't know I don't know how genuine they are in uh, presenting it and saying, "Oh, this is what the figures would have been," or if it was just sort of sort of you know someone's slide deck going, "Can we do this?" Um, so yeah, but yeah, there were there were some that were good ideas in there, and there were some that were sort of like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." We're going to stop talking about what was and we're going to what was or was not, but we're going to talk about what might be in the future. 
Now, there's been much made of the uh, the fact that Takarotomi will be releasing Power of the Primes mm, essentially unchanged from the original Hasbro forms in uh, Japan. And there's a lot of people who really like Takara's Legends line. Max, I think you've got a couple of figures from the line. Uh, yeah, a, few, a lot of the IDW stuff is always... You can get it uh, a little bit down the track. It always goes a bit cheaper. Yeah. But uh, the Legends line is usually quite collector-friendly and cartoon-accurate. And people are being concerned that that might be coming to a bit of an end. So the um, we, we've seen reports today from both uh, from both Cybertron and TFW, and I've chosen the TFW one to show on screen uh, because the Cybertron translation is really, really bad. But um, the Cybertron, Cybertron had a, a really poor machine translation of a, an article from a... Um, I think it was a Hyper Hobby magazine, and uh, TFW just has a quote, which uh, says, with respect to the future of the TF Legends series, there is a description of a plan to continue series centered around the Takara Tomy Mall. And so that seems to suggest that rather than terminating the Legends line and just going with whatever ha whatever Hasbro does, uh, it looks like Takara might take the opportunity to do some, some exclusives in the line and distribute them themselves through their online store instead of them going out at retail. Exclusive exclusives. <laughs> that is that. So that is when that is how you know your exclusive is exclusive. Mm. So um, it's actually I think it's actually kind of interesting to see that both Hasbro and Takara are sort of doing, perhaps looking to do regional exclusives for their figures. I mean, Legends have always been fairly easy to get outside of Japan, but if they're only going to sell them through Takara Tomy Mall, it makes things a little bit more difficult to get a hold of. And uh, I feel like. If this is true, then a lot of people might be uh, running off to the nearest freight forwarder and trying to figure out how they work. Or just don't buy them. Yeah, no, you try telling collectors not to buy Takara figures. <laughs> don't I think that it's going to come down to whether, you know, the specific nature of how the line's changing, like whether or not it's going to be, you know, regular, the same as the Hasbro releases for the main line and premium paint jobs as the... Cartoon Mall exclusives, um, whatever the case. I feel like if it is just regular Hasbro paint schemes across the board, then I think it's going to be um, it's uh, people aren't going to be that into it. But if Takara is going to keep on going with their more premium paint jobs, then for sure I think there's going to be a market for the Takara Mall exclusives. Well, that's going to be the big thing if they decide just to do the uh, equal sharing of mold and paint with Hasbro and not have any differences and why would people go to Takara Tommy Mall to get the Takara versions when so so they're not saying that, they're not saying that every single figure will be released as an exclusive redeco in Takara Tommy Mall. They're just saying like a figure here and there. But it's all part of the Legends line. Well maybe. We don't know. Yeah. So um look, I, I, I thought I thought it was interesting. There was also a, a piece on T Formers com this week that I, I quite liked. Um, in fact, when I say this week, I think it was like earlier this evening. Uh, just positing what might actually become what, what might actually become of the generations line because uh, it seems it seems like it seems like Power of the Primes may actually be quite short lived as a um, as a Transformers toy line. We've got Wave One and Two breakdowns. We don't really know. We, we don't. We haven't seen any new characters. Uh, through to wave four, except for one figure. So, so we've got some we've got some information about wave three and wave four, and we know that there's going to be a lot of figures repeated in those waves. So, 
We also know that, uh, and I didn't actually realize this until today, but we also know that um, Machinima is actually bringing their Power of the Primes feature out in May. So that that's really rushing. And the Machinima animation usually comes in at around the end of the series. Oh, you're talking about that uh, Shadow Yeah, that, that, is, that is the one. The idea is that what generations may become after Power of the Primes finishes is... Uh, it may actually finish up because we're seeing a lot of uh, we're seeing the emergence of a lot of evergreen figures or so-called evergreen figures in the line, and we're also seeing the studio series coming coming to the fore with all the movie figures. And so, it's possible that Generations is either going to evolve into evergreen or it will be branded as Generations. Yeah, yeah I, they seem to be at least with the packaging mock-ups we saw earlier. It seems like they're keeping the same style of deluxe and Voyager packaging. So it, I think there's a high chance that generations could just become evergreen and that would allow them to sort of move away from the centralised gimmick that they've had going on for the past couple of lines. Yeah. So besides a few original characters that we've actually got in um, Power of the Primes, like we're getting, we're getting Blast Off dragged over from Takara's Unite Warriors line. Uh, there's, uh, you know, we've we've got some we've got some combiners again that maybe the combiners were sort of left over on the cutting room floor from combiner wars. Um, it seems like Power of the Primes might just be a bit of a cleanup line. It's, it, well, especially given that the gimmick of the line seemed to be so heavily rooted in uh, the technology that we saw in combiner wars. Like, hmm. It seems to me like they're basically just going. Okay, you know what? This is anything that we wanted to do for our previous two lines, but couldn't for whatever reason. Yeah, we ran yeah. out. And four four waves would take us up till something or to winter for us, hmm, which yeah. is when Bumblebee is coming out. If they're so, going to launch so Pr- the Bumblebee, Pretty King is going to come out at some point too. We hope still. Yeah. Well, and we haven't mentioned or mentioned it before. There's been nothing leaked from London. Toy Fair or Nuremberg, so I still I still think we're only going to get the last what few the, the few waves of power of the primes that's going to finish. And then we're going to go into the movie series, and that's all going to be through winter. We'll get Predaking at the very end of Power of the Primes as well, and and that they'll do. Then the evergreen stuff will come in between. Um, yeah, may, may, that, that might see us through to when uh, Cyberverse will arrive as well. Yeah, series. yeah, just just filling those gaps between major milestones. This year we got the B movie coming at, and if Power of the Primes is going to start mid year as well, then that's sort of another conclusion to the the toy line before Cyberverse starts. So, yeah, that's like we're talking today, Max, about you being disappointed about not seeing anything from Nuremberg. Well, I don't think there's that much we're going to see apart that we haven't seen already. Maybe yeah, one or two. It's B. possible. One or two short line. It, they'll probably just have wave three and four of power of the prime stuff. Then we won't even see. We might Which see we, some. We already know what is coming. Yeah, yeah. There might not be that it's much sad. down the barrel that we haven't seen already. So time will tell. All right. Enough bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about something that's a little bit cool. Um, I don't, I don't know if uh, well I know I know Brad you didn't but uh, I don't know if you've read the uh, GI Joe versus the Transformers comics from uh, IDW Max. Uh, 
I think I ended up dropping them. It just sort of weren't my thing. It's, it's some pretty I, good I, moments in there, though. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I also did that, but um, <laughs> there is a, there is still no, no, like it, no, really, Brad. <laughs> it was it was actually the thing is that the comic was legitimately loopy and a bit crazy, and um, there's uh, there's a nice supporting cast of characters uh, that Kid Robot is bringing uh, bringing out some uh, some vinyls of uh, and. You can see them you can see them in the uh, in the tfw article that i've got on screen here um well i believe you're loopy and craziness since uh, megatron did become an autobot but uh i'll digress not in the transformers and gi joe continuity he did not comics <laughs> you, you realize there are multiple comics right yes i do good none of these are loading so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna scroll just over back to the group so. oh yeah, yeah, the the group shot's fine uh, yeah. off the top. There. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, look, it's pretty straightforward. It's uh, I think it's actually kind of a bit of a licensing coup on IDW's part to be able to sell merchandise of their sort of uh, fever dream of, uh, of their Transformers versus GI Joe because the the comic was like I said a little bit a little bit crazy, but uh, they are bringing out some keychains, some minifigures, pins. I think we've seen the pins before. And uh, and yeah, these uh, these vinyl figures. Now, if you look at them, they all look like they've got a fairly standard makeup to them. There's sort of a bit of a boxy chest. There's some specific attachments that go above the arms. So like for Soundwave, he's got the cannon. Megatron's got nubs. Shockwave has antennas, and um, Prime has his smokestacks and stuff. And um, yeah, by and large, they capture the feel of the comic all right. So yeah. Well, yeah. every every torso, shoulder, groin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are all the same. <laughs> well, that's the point. That's that's the point. Like these aren't all custom molded; they're custom painted. Well, some, there are there are some custom parts for them. Yeah. Uh, they're custom painted. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some nice there's some nice shadow and sort of paintwork on them, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess the fact that they're all the same makes Grimlock the best by default. Uh, it kind of does actually. <laughs> just uh, just I, by I, I, I think that's accurate of Grimlock in general. True. Except yeah, for being also, everyone. <laughs> This looks like it'd probably be a bit more have at least some possibility if yeah. the gaps in the parts assembly actually can move. A little bit. I think they can generally move a little bit, and I think their arms can move up and down. Yeah, it, you know, it might be a sort of thing like I know with some stuff like little Japanese gash upon or whatever you where you plug it together and it's keyed in the pieces are keyed in the shape so you can't move it. Uh, just because that's what the license affords. Yeah. Like the license says, you cannot make an action figure. So you while will, they you absolutely will not could, move more than twenty-three degrees, point twenty-three point seven. Star screams blue face. Is that a homage to? I actually don't know, but it does look like he's got a cobra symbol on his yeah. face. Yeah. I think it's just a um, thing from the comic. I mean, because there's also got stuff like Megatron's. Tyrannosaurus Rex hand, just yeah. I guess this is all very comic specific stuff. Yeah, the Soundwave's got a big giant gash down the side of his face. Mm. See, I saw that just as a, I saw that just as sort of a um, a, a, an indication of sort of like a, you know, shininess or something because he's got it on his feet. Prime's got it as well. Yeah, uh, I think it's just intended to be like the way the light shines off them. Yeah, glint yeah. line or something. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good term for it. We should use that more often. Glint lines. <laughs> yes, and, right. and, 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 and like Bumblebee looks like he's. Uh... I think we spent way too long on these guys. 
Yeah. Bumblebee does look kind of weird. Um, he, he, he looks very scared of someone. Bumblebee actually, um, I don't know, it looks like he's got a little bit too much makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they touch me? Yeah. Power of the Primes is uh, coming out in Singapore with Wave 2 at the moment. And um, some, uh, some erstwhile Singaporean Transformers fans have grabbed Wave 2 from retail in the last couple of days and uh, put up some nice put up some nice photos of them for uh, comparisons and, and looks in. So here we can see the uh, combined... Um, what, what, what's his uh, Wave 2 version? Blackwing and Dreadwind? Yes, oh, they combine, so. do they? Dreadwing. They do combine, yeah. Hmm. They, form, they form a big jet with combiner Transformers parts hanging off them. I really hope this can... Have that uh, Blackwing head fold away yeah. to some extent, other than just sitting on top of the vehicle mode. Yeah, let's have a look at Blackwing though. There he is, complete with Batman mask and it all. Um, in fact, both, looks... both, both of the figures do have some uh, do have some sort of masky faces, don't they? Yeah, it's very G one stuff. Like these two, they're a really big deal in the G one comics for a while, as they were just the go to Decepticon thugs for whoever was in charge at the time to boss around and then get beaten up. And these guys do just look like a couple of thuggish, beat-em-up kind of guys. So it really captured that spirit well. Yeah, it's interesting. They've got very exposed combiner um, connectors in their chests as well. Yeah, they definitely got the lower end of the budget for hiding combiner pigs. (laughs) (laughs) And some some Larry colours too. Like, they've they've got some paint on them. are awesome. Yeah. That is... Way up there with all that sort of late G one stuff. Mm. Yeah, but it's just good to see. Like, it, fair enough, most of it's probably molded plastic and they actually paint. But just the the color variations look, yeah, fantastic for bots that are pretty much identical. I, I actually think it's quite interesting. Like we've seen we've seen we've seen these uh, identical sets that are the same but different uh, quite a bit the last couple of years. And so, um, looking at the, I think the the clones, um, like the Autobot and Decepticon clones from Titans Return, that probably the most recent example, but these guys are very similar in their, you know, you can see the chest design. There's a lot of similarities. Like if you, if you look at a detail of one part on one bot and then look over to that same part of the other, you'll mm-hmm. often see that detail repeated. Like they've got the same, the same knee pads. There's, uh, you know, the same foot, de- foot design, the, the arm designs are almost identical as well. The, the shoulders are different, but still quite similar and yeah we called out their masks on their on their faces as well earlier but I, I actually think it's quite ingenious how much of the mold they can actually reuse between the two of them and have them combined together in different positions mm. yeah I mean, it is a good idea i've been to see how that locks together i mean i don't mind these two looking similar uh too much just because they are brothers in the comics so it doesn't look out of place. Yeah. Yeah, I think it looks all right. Um, let's let's scroll on down. There's the underside shot of one of the Dinobots for you, Brad. That would be Sludge. Yeah. Good. I can pass. There we go. There we go. There's 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 the money shot for the uh, for for Sludge's Dino mode there, and you can see the clear transparent plastic very you know, cl- very clearly on this at the moment. One at the moment, um, and being the being the Singapore group, they've taken a photo from all angles. Um, his, face looks oh. a little, his face looks a little bit distressed there. 
That's because he's a deluxe and not a Voyager. I'll be upset too. Obviously, he's sad. <laughs> um, and here we go. Here's Snarl. And let's look for his robot mode there. Oh, actually, no, let's have a look at his dino mode there. So no, look, no real surprises there. We've seen we've seen that uh, that sort of clear plastic treatment on his face again, and on the top of his rear legs. Um, these guys really needed to be chromed or gold, didn't they? I just wonder the amount of money I spent chroming Age of Extinction Leader Prime. <laughs> Why? Age of Extinction <laughs> the Dinobots must die. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you see, they, we all said to Hasbro, no, we hated that Prime. So I said, okay, well, we won't put Chrome where you're actually going to want it then. Why you love that Prime? <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't the, the paint problem. It was the mould. <laughs> oh, I no. love how they haven't taken the uh, plastic off his chest either. It's still got that plastic tie around it to keep his front on. I thought that was a moulded piece. No, look, it goes around his neck. Oh, yeah, and the Prime right. Master's there so the Prime Master doesn't fall out, so that's a loose joint. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no one's noticed when they took it out of the box. Also, also frowny face. I was I was I was wondering what this guy was doing in here in this photo, and now I see. So, um, yeah, that was um, Ripper Snapper, I think. So, so here's oh. Moon Racer, um, again with the underside shot and the rear shot of the car. Now, there's the vehicle mode, which looks actually quite complicated and quite long for a cup redo. This is a cup. Oh God! This is a brand new mold. This yeah. is a brand new mold, and wow. Back how? away, not today, disco later. Jesus, I mean, <laughs> how is that thing even standing is what I want to know. There's because, a... Like, <laughs> there's a... Um, I think this is why she's the gun. Just to counterbalance the backpack. I mean, like, Moon Racer is... It, I feel like, for the most part, Moon Racer is such a simplistic design, right? And the, the length of a vehicle mode would mean... But surely you could cut off some of that and not have this, such an egregious backpack. It is that whole back yellow white bit. It's just a big cube hanging off the back of a figure. And it's not even like panels but something like on sludge where they wrap around or, you know, where it can form armor or something. No, it's just a big, massive stuff hanging off the back. I think we can agree it's a bit weird. And It if, looks good from the if front. If you're wondering... But yeah, it looks good from the front. But if you're wondering just how prominent it is in the box, just so if you pick this up, you can look at it and just go, oh, no, what's that? Um, so you can see it in the box there too. Uh, now, are we looking at Ripper Snapper? Yes, we are. Yes, so Ripper Snapper is, um, I think, is he the only con in this? Um, no, 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 um, Black Blackwing. And Ripper Snapper, the only cons in this uh, deluxe series. Um, so, yeah, he's in his um, weird Terracon sea monster mode. Land shark thing. Bland shark. Land shark. Yeah, did, you say, did, you, did you say land shark or bland shark? Land shark. Okay. I, think, I think the latter this one is, applies. This is far from a bland time. shark. <laughs> this shark is the opposite of bland. It has guns really? on its shoulders, man. Mm, fair enough. He doesn't have a freaking laser beam attached to his head, does he? Not yet. That's in part two. 
Yes. Um, so he's uh, he seems a little bit more stable on his feet, although notably they have leaned him forward. He is the, uh, definitely program. doing the, the forward chicken. He yeah. is, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, a bit he's, got a, he's, he's got a pretty good-looking robot mode as well. Yeah, I mean, he, he looks... Like, on the one hand, he looks exactly like most other Combinables figures, but on the other hand, he looks spot-on to... A, what you remember with Snapper as being. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Can't really complain. He actually does look like he's got quite a lot of paint on him, too. Mm. Especially like, in that chest the, area. Yeah, like, there's details on the knees, the chest, and the abs, and let's just go with it the crotch. You know, there's a lot of paint on there. Yeah. Plus his Wolverine claws. Whoa. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, look, uh, this is. Being that we've just got wave one in Australia, this is what we've got coming to us in probably about three years' time. Um, <laughs> once the re- once the Australian retailers have cleared their shelves of wave one, they'll go looking for more. And uh, Age of Extinction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they're going to clear these and Age of Extinction. So yeah, yeah. I, th- look, I thought it was I thought it was an interesting interesting chance to take a look at what's coming in a few months' time, given that. Uh, uh, Singapore does appear to be quite ahead of us. Now that's why this photo of Computron was in here because there's Ripper Snapper. Hmm. Has he got a rub sign on his head? It does look like a rub sign on his well, head. It, it, I don't know. It does. It seems to be a different color to what it was in one of the other pictures. Like that's more of a blue, whereas look more purple. Scroll down a bit. I don't know. His like, fins on. Oh, there you go. Yes, yeah, it's purple there, but the rub signs do. Yes, we haven't heard anything that? about rub sign. Yeah, yeah, but if they've got, it's if got they've like a got to it as well. If they've got lamps on, that's going to generate heat, which would bring it up. <laughs> True. Let's have a quick look at the, some of the others and see if we can see any rub signs on them. Mm, no. Nope. Maybe that's going to be the Terracons gimmicks. Yeah, I mean, Terracons, I guess, were later G1 and rub signs, I think, were later G1. So maybe... No, we'll... no, rub signs were G1 the whole, all the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is going to be late out of the prime, so you have to get the very last wave, which will be very exclusive, <laughs> just to get the rub sign bots. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's also possible that whoever took the um, photo put the rub sign on there. So yeah, yeah. Let's move on to another combiner of a different sort. Um, Zeta Toys is uh, getting their Bruticus combiner out there, and they have revealed new images of uh, Blitzkrieg, which is their version of uh, Masterpiece Scale G1 Onslaught. Now, these are looking pretty final. That is a big gun. <laughs> you know that where gun is. Diabolical. Yeah, that is just awesome. The truck mode does look fantastic. They've taken two photographs from like one degree different angle, but sure. Oh, he's oh, got the, the ramps. Yeah, yeah, the ramp. Yeah. So they can drive the, the kind tank. Of a nice feature. Yeah, they can drive the brawl and that onto the back of him. And swindle, apparently. Um, I like someone. Someone in uh, someone in the discussion group pointed out this afternoon that uh, the 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 five mil portholes in Swindle's um, windscreen just they make it look like a character from Cars. I was about to mention uh-huh. that the fact yeah. that someone's doing a uh, a under, underground check. Do you, do, <laughs> do, you reckon, check. do you reckon this is actually like Mater's alt mode? <laughs> we're right up in the rear yeah. tailpipe. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're just just backing up onto onslaught now. Um, so yeah, and um, there he apparently is hauling the rest of his body. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the issue here, right? So we've got <laughs> Go this on. great looking onslaught, and then 
pretty much the entirety of Bruticus is this lump that apparently turns into a battle station. Yeah, Which kind of is weird. incredibly G1 accurate, and I have no problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. G- Again, who's going to have this in alt modes like this? Who's going to have that displayed I- like that? You make well, it You, you want to actually be able to enjoy, you know, taking it between the three different modes, and I don't think you're going to get that much enjoyment when oh, most of the combiner is just this massive, great lump. You enjoy pegging everything to it. It's fine. I mean, the, the thing is, this is happening, right, with some of the most just ridiculous parts forming. While speaking speaking of ridiculous parts forming, that's a foot. Foot launch pad. Yeah. Has anyone got any of the Omegas? Do you mean the fan stories one? Well, any Gabriel, whatever. No. I think there's... No. Oh, okay. Because they're the... Uh, the, the yeah, that's the ultimate of pass forming, but... Well, apparently, um, DX9 did a lot to make theirs um, not actually into parts form. This is, this is just kind of weird and a bit lazy, I think. Yeah, it's just so obviously uh, the lower torso of a robot. Yeah, no, there's like that's just like yeah, he's just spread eagles. <laughs> but again, <laughs> they've, no. they've had to they've had to decide on something to do with the other modes and. Mm. Uh, I'm bored of this now. Yeah. I, like, just... I, I, I see that they've really tried to they've really tried to sort of increase the play value of that torso by making everything link up to it. But maybe they could have just made everything link up to it in robot mode to form Bruticus. Yeah. It it only works if Blastoff is on there. Well, mm. it makes the but then go back up. Like oh when this bot come out, I was commenting that okay, he's got all those legs and hips, he doesn't need the shit coming off the back of the truck mode, but he's got all that coming off the back of the truck mode, just like the Warbatron one. So I don't know where all that goes. If that just folds up on the back and it becomes a backpack, then that's, yeah, I, I get where you're going from. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, interesting. So in terms of what's been uh, revealed so far well the whole thing is the whole thing is right there now and yeah but i don't think we've seen brawl yet or swindle in full modes not 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 full detail of them no um we have Swindle's seen Vortex, out, so. I think. yeah swindle Swind- just yeah. released and then yeah i think swindle is writing on brawl um so he does look pretty good put together but that's basically like um five bots and a massive piece of plastic that adds <laughs> into them as a bruticus yeah. <laughs> Uh, One of the things you have a massive chunk of a combiner completely separate like that, and you imagine that the individual limbs would all be perfect because they don't have to worry too much about their combining gimmick. But it that just makes it so much harder to overlook the flaws on especially um Blast Off and Vortex. And yeah. we talked about a fair while ago. Check, check, out, check out the face on Swindle in that one. Uh, yep, hi. <laughs> I'm going for a rug. <laughs> that's going to that's gonna be the first third-party upgrade. It's just going to be something to fill those holes in uh, alt mode. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, I don't care. Does anyone care? Is anyone going to buy this? No. I'll, I'll wait. If there's a third part, if there's a KO of it, I will, but I'm keeping Warbatron. 
I've already, I've already got the, the Jin Bao KO Bruticus. I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, you just need to like knock off Bruticus. Yeah. This this yeah. is a better this is a this is a better Bruticus than that one, but um oh, look, the, the Jin Bao Bruticus is appreciably shit in a number of ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm design, I'm talking about if they if this gets a KO and it's in the same price as that, I'll be changing them out. <laughs> so who played Fall of Cybertron? Yay. I, I did played not. Fall of Cybertron. I, I, I did what? not play I did not play Fall of Cybertron. It's so, so good. You guys will recognize these guys then. I want to see them in color. I really Fall, do. Fall of Cybertron Insecticons are coming from Planet X. We are looking at Morpheus Phobator, which who does sound like a um like a, a rejected character name from Friends, hmm. and uh Fantasis. In fact, all of them sound like rejected friends. Uh, these guys are these are based on the uh, insecticons as they appeared in Fall of Cybertron, and um, yeah, they wow. uh, they uh, they do look appreciably detailed, and uh, yeah, they look pretty nice. Now, only one of the Fall of Cybertron insecticons was actually ever released by Hasbro, right? Kickback, yeah, we just did uh, Kickback, which is a really odd choice. Like, given he basically did the least in the game, it mm. seemed like an odd choice to. Make him the sole figure. Yeah. So, um, well, look, we are expecting to see more on these. Obviously, given that we're looking at uh, we're looking at prototypes at the moment, but uh, yeah, they they do look pretty good. I, as someone who didn't play the game, kind of don't care. But you guys, you guys went absolutely nuts when these came up. So, like, I assume that you're going to be ordering them. Oh, no, don't no. worry. As soon as the uh, as soon as the color versions come out, we'll be talking about them again. But uh, <laughs> I, I've, I've really neglected me for Cybertron collection. Um, I got Kalos when it came out and I haven't got any of the Dinobots since and the third party, the Planet X stuff, I really haven't got. So that's definitely going to be a goal for 2018. There's nothing in uh, Power of the Primes I'm looking at buying. So I'll be looking at this. I'm going to get Planet mm. X up, up there back in the shelf. So uh, the colors and the alt modes, I dare say, are going to make or break these? Uh, I'll really. don't care. You just, yeah, you're just gonna order them anyway. Yeah, I mean, to me, it, it feels like weird for me because I friggin' love both this and War for Cybertron. Like, they're two of my favorite games ever, and I've just never really been that into getting the higher end figures of them. Like, I've got, yeah, you know, I think, uh, the original War for Cybertron released figures, and that's enough for me. Like they Hasbro did a really good job with what they did. Mm. And so like, sure, I'd love to get some expanded cast, but Planet X is just doing so many of them, but it would you know, you'd be tempted to collect them all and it's just not a thing you've got space for. Instead of wonder if Planet X is uh, sort of carving out their full of Cybertron niche the way MMC's carved out their IDW niche. Mm. Yeah, but that's why you sort of focus focus. Focus. Darabet get Vulcan. Grimlock was good enough, even though it's smaller, but um, the rest of the Dinobots are definitely great standards and look good beside the Fallen Cybertron Grimlock. Yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy that they've been out, Planet X haven't branched off at all. Like, they've maintained that they're doing the same style of figure for as long as they've existed, and they've become one of the biggest third-party companies. And even when you have people like uh, Second Chance Toys who tried to jump in on the... Uh, FOC market, they just couldn't compete at all and they died within the space of like two releases. Accurate. Mm. 
it is time to start the cliff jumper wars with the, uh, the lovely named Mr. Moon, um, who appear to appear to deliver things by fax only. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Mr. Moon has Mr. Moon has a uh, legend scale legend scale cliff jumper. He's about four inches tall. It's their first release, I believe, and uh, yeah, he's um, he looks all right. He does have he does have quite a lot of um quite a lot of uh, options on there for moving him around and posing him. I'm I'm less taken with his feet, but uh, yeah, you know, they look a bit chunky. Speak of, I know. I think his I think his feet just sort of show that Cliff Jumper always wanted to be a little bit taller, and now he's gone out and bought his platform shoes. <laughs> also, Mister, if you scroll down that. Old mode is just adorable. There's a little squat plump of a vehicle. It's great. Oh my god! There's, oh, that's, okay. So, but I might have to buy a dress for that. It's just I really like so that, yeah. small. Yeah, okay. Suddenly, the feet make sense. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't really like that at all. Was <laughs> well, old mode? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, oh, no, it, it's not form. good. That's a thing. It, it's not a good alt mode. It doesn't look like Cliff Jumper should look. We'll get to that in a sec. But that's why I love it. It's because it's ridiculous. We're gonna uh, we're gonna get to how Cliff Jumper should look in a sec by jumping over to the Ocular Max Hell Lion, are we? Yeah, um, I suppose we might as well. There he is, Ocular Max Hell Lion. Um, I think it's actually quite interesting some of the similarities between this guy and some of the figures that have already been released that, uh, you know, a, a sort of a masterpiece style cliff jumper as well. But, um, Q, Q to you. <laughs> yeah. Q to me. Well, actually let, let's just stick with this for a minute and we'll, we'll have a look at, have a look at hell Lion for a minute. So there's his sort of like squat deformed Porsche mode. And he's got actually looks a lot more sporty than you usually get with cliff jumper figures. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that is that is true. Although you can still see the um the sort of the squatness in there. Um, bit of a design flair, I think, making that um rear window black uh, a, a black outline. I'm not sure that that's normally done on cliff jumper. But, it breaks um, up the red a little bit though, but it does. Yeah, it does. Um, Ocular Max Interior. doesn't always. No. Ocular Max doesn't always follow what you would expect with sort of G1 designs and stuff, but uh, yeah. they do surprise in other ways. Like, I actually quite like his hubcap design, and yeah. yeah, he's got he's got a fair he's got a fairly detailed interior. But like, let's be honest, to me, the interior sort of looks like someone's just gone. There should be a gear stick. Just put it there somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, and there's a steering wheel as well. Like, it does not look like they've really paid much attention to what would be going on inside that car. Yeah, the thing is, like, companies do this, and I wonder if anyone actually cares. Yeah, yeah. I, I well, I don't know if anyone cares or if anyone actually is like paying attention to the detail of it. But yeah, um, but he's he's also got that little gun on the um, which is which is quite cool. So on this occasion, with uh, looking at a couple of different masterpieces, I thought it was uh, not masterpieces actually, but just a couple of different cliff jumpers. Thought it was worth. Remembering that, uh, oh, this guy exists and Ace Toys Tumblr um, has the dubious, um, has the, the, uh, the dubious uh, distinction of being the first masterpiece style cliff jumper. He is, I think he's got a bad rap from um, some issues, some QC issues that he had at release. 
but um, I, he's I think he's done pretty well. Like if if you look at the thing, there's a there's a good waist swivel. You can actually he can sort of tilt forward and back, um, and he's he's got decent articulation in his legs, and his feet are made of die cast metal on the um the carbon as well. So he's very bottom heavy, which means like he's going to stand up no matter what you do. You can you can probably even balance him doing that. I don't know, but um. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's a. Uh, I think Tumblr might might be better than many of us remember, and also his head does swivel three sixty degrees, just in case you do want to reenact uh, Poltergeist or the Exorcist. <laughs> um, I kind of feel like, yeah, I, I kind of feel like this guy might be better than we remember. And as we as we look at some of the cliff jumpers that have uh, been revealed this week, let's let's take a look at um, let's take a look at the waste on the uh, the waist on ocular max's guy there like there's two of them there's two waists yeah it, it looks like he's got one waist stacked on top of another That's... oh right yes yeah you're right there um whereas yeah um like tumblr sort of has a much more much more sort of traditional traditional bot style you know crotch piece and uh the the, the ball joints are i guess the ball joints are exposed on tumblr so um yeah, it's perhaps a little bit uh, a little bit less desirable than having the flaps cover them up. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, personally, personally, and this has this has already had me removed from a chat once for saying it this week. But I'm kind of happy with Tumblr. Like, mm. like, like, like his 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 head's a little bit loose, and like he's fine. Really, he's fine. It come like, with those great little display cases too that he come boxed in. This is true, but um, you can't buy a figure simply because of the packaging and, and like judge it to be better than everything else, right? Um, like the figure does have to be good in its own accord. Let's be honest, Tumblr has issues, but I'm not really looking to replace them anytime soon. Yeah. Like the only thing this thing is going for it maybe is the chest isn't as large. It's sort of more it's true. angular down towards the hips, but apart from that, it's, it's, it's a cliff jumper slash bumblebee, so... Yeah. The other, the other thing, of course, is that um, let me just place this. Um, so <laughs> it's BFG. <laughs> Tumblr does come with a big gun. So <laughs> yeah, um, you know, there, there's his. You know, don't mess with me, pose, huh? Yeah, I've yeah. got Megatron in my updicks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, if he if he does start, um, if his joints do get loose, then you can just use it as a uh, walking stick. <laughs> So, like, now that I've got him out, like, I might, might, might photograph him tomorrow or something. We'll see how I go. Mm. Imperfect figure, but not necessarily but, a bad one. Yeah, yeah, he's got flaws. Like, what figure hasn't got flaws, you know? I think it's all right. Plus, it's 60 bucks, too, so. Yeah, right. Well, so, like, Masterpiece yeah. Bumblebee. Or was. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Ace Toys has been pretty quiet for a while, in fact. Uh, I think the last thing they did was a uh, um, sea spray, wasn't it? Yes. Seems like they were leaning towards the minibot sort of stuff and then they dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah. We might have to uh, might have to hit them up and hit them up on Facebook and see what they've got planned. Mm. We'll see. The last time I messaged them, they took about three months to respond. So um <laughs> hopefully we'll have some news from Ace Toys by the time the podcast turns four. Good sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Let's go to our last story for the night. This one, I believe, might be an Australian exclusive. Uh, Peter Alexander has a few uh, Transformers pyjamas 
coming out this season. And uh, so there's a few, there's some long sleeve tees, there's um, pants, there's boxes, uh, there's tees for the youngers, there's nighties and boxes and more boxes. So you can now finally ask people, is that an Optimus Prime in your pocket or are you just pleased to see me? It could, could be both. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, it could. Um, Although the, the, P, the PJ pants are not actually... Um, Shown in any great detail there, but uh, like there are Peter Alexander stores all over the place, so yeah, um, see if you can spot these anyway. Mm. Yeah, because it's been some time since Kmart released last time we had the Soundwave, then we had the Autobot singlets, and that was where Kmart's Transformer love ended. Um, yeah, I actually wonder whether or not they, they might end up in Cotton On because Typo's had yeah. a lot of Transformers merchandise recently, recently, yeah. I need to go back to Typo and get that um, uh, Energon supply water bottle. Yeah, because Target had a lot of um, sort of comic expired, expired inspired art uh, for kids' clothing. Um, mm, yeah, that come out. And I brought some brought some t-shirts for the young fella, but there was nothing really you, you, in you, you size. <laughs> oh fuck! I was going to get through one of them. <laughs> I think it's like it's one of the tropes of the podcast now. So yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's a soundbite of it somewhere. <laughs> I think there's 141 of them. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, PJ's everywhere. I I wasn't going to say it, but uh, he seems a little bit old to be wearing pajamas. They are men's but... Transformers PJs. Okay. Hey. <laughs> So yeah, there's a, so there's the Bumblebee long sleeve tee. We have some, we have some members in Tasmania. I'm sure it gets cold down there in winter. You know that you know there's going to be a bunch of pajamas shots on the group this year, right? <laughs> Pajama Mondays. Yeah. So yeah. Iron Man. No. <laughs> Actually, yeah, she does seem to be doing a bit of a bit of an Iron Man pose. Or uh, stop, don't come near me with uh, that. Uh, which is the which? Is the I one? don't know if that's a sleeveless T or what that is. I'm trying to figure it's out like which mouse wheel scrolls. Uh, yeah, so she, <laughs> thank you, stop! Don't come near me with that. You 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 must be wearing the Autobot and Decepticon ones. I, I I actually quite like the uh, the typo slippers that have got the Autobot and Decepticon logo on it. That says I'm having an identity crisis. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite cool. There's, there's a lot of neat little bits on here. Like I like that. It, you know, the boxes are using art just straight out of the first couple issues of the comic. Yeah, yeah. It's not entirely, art. not entirely, uh, not entirely sure if it's really appropriate that artwork being where it is, but whatever. <laughs> what prime looking down on a little boy? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also don't know what's on the back, but yeah. Jetpack. May, may, yeah, maybe the jetpack stuff should be on the back. Actually, are those are those <laughs> first issues a re, retelling of? More than meets the eye, is it? The first no. issues basically run more or less the same as the original cartoon. But and then, then they, they start bringing Spider-Man and stuff like that. Yeah, Spider-Man's in, like, issue three. <laughs> actually, oh, it's actually okay. a really good issue. It becomes really good mates with Gears. It's good. <laughs> No, so this is the thing, right? Back, back, back in the back in the the days of Marvel doing Transformers, like you know, they'd try to sort of cross pollinate their characters to sort of you know get people. Oh, I like Spider Man. I'm going to buy Transformers. Oh, oh yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. I'll keep buying it. You know, yeah. 
Although that blue looks a lot Magnusy. Was that from the original, or is it just a they didn't have enough blue in the uh, print? Uh, I think it's just shit these. coloring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like mass the, production in the in the original comics, you literally cannot tell. Thundercrack and Starscream are so Thundercrack and Skywarp are so poorly coloured. But the first time that you can concretely tell which one is which is when they die. Or episode two, like the cartoon. Hmm. All right. I think we're done. <laughs> News Sandboard's is done. staying off. <laughs> News is done. It's time to talk about Transformers. Some new acquisitions. Uh, Max, you've got a Transformer this week. I have a Transformer this week. Brad, you do not. I just spent... I've just committed 10 months to $2,500 worth of statues and busts, so... Oh, my God. I'm probably not going to be buying any Transformers anytime soon. <laughs> what did you buy? Please tell me about... Tra- hmm? No. Like, tell us about Transformers ones at least. Maybe. No, I did not. Uh, what are they from? Is this, is this why you just left the statue news blank in the run sheet tonight, just hoping someone might put something in there? <laughs> Oh, no, well, I was waiting. When you said you were going to add some stuff to the run sheet, I thought that Devastator was going to come back in, but mm, yeah. I'm ignoring that. <laughs> we might need to not talk about statue news anymore just to try and wane you off of it. Well, I also think because Brad didn't buy any Transformers statues despite pledging that he's going to every week, I think we need to just not talk about statues anymore. Yeah. Well, that's it. I've spent, you know, going to spend... Over two grand on statues that aren't Transformers. So, what are they from? Jurassic Park. I got a one, one, one Raptor bust coming. Did you? You didn't order it from the same guy off eBay, did you? Same guy as no, 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 no. <laughs> Try, oh, trust me. If this thing turned up bubble wrapped in pieces, I'd, <laughs> I'd have kittens. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. All right, so no Transformers for Brad for quite a while. Um, he will be summarily punished. <laughs> Max, I'm going to remove my name from the what, what have you got? Do, do, you, want to, do you want to just uh, switch over to Max Brad? And, yeah, yeah, let's, uh, so let's have a look at what Max has got. So, uh, He's definitely got something week, I'm interested in seeing. Yeah, so this is uh, Open and Play's Big Cannon, uh, which is their sort of take on a masterpiece-style Galvatron. You're saying masterpiece, now, but... Okay, but so let me put it this way. It's marketed as a masterpiece Galvatron. Um, and typically a figure marketed like that of this scale would run you about 150 bucks. So let's say that it, it, it does cost that much. But I mean, it's not very good because it, it doesn't really transform that much. Waste is kind of limited and the legs are straight up knockoff of the... Titans Return version. And he also, However, can't, he also can't see left or right. What do you mean? Oh, because of these? Yeah. Oh, isn't that just a universal problem for Galvatron? Though? Yeah, yeah, no, it is. You know? Um, but here's the thing. This guy cost $45. He's less than the price and of a Voyager. Yeah. So, that, and because of that, I can't do anything other than just completely overlook the flaws and say that he's perfect. Because... $45 makes this figure literally perfect. It's the most insane value for money that you can get for any figure right about now. Like, so, sure, so, so since he's basically an oversized knockoff of Titan's Return Galvatron without the stupid head, 
um, that instantly makes him better value than a Titans Return Galvatron. Wait, especially because he costs less than retail for Titans Return Galvatron. Like, Brad, what are you doing there? Max, buying statues. when we talk about masterpiece styled, scaled, not styled, masterpiece representations of characters, does yours have knees? He does. He's got lovely clickety knees. Oh, I've got Brad, one click. Oh, Brad, it does, does have knees. That doesn't sound like a ratchet joint. That sounds like plastic crunching. I've uh, I've used a very poor example here. Um, Brad, is, uh, Brad has just discovered that G1 Galvatron had knees all along. It is did not a brick. Brad just throws G1 Galvatron on the floor. I believe he did. It hit the table first. Uh, I'm sure that, that makes everything that, better. That, you know, you know that's not better, right? He's <laughs> oh, got die Max, Max, I'm sure Max, it's fine. Don't don't throw big cannon on the floor. Why? It's like he's safe. I can. Like he's solid. He's like the plastic is on par with he has for a retail figures, right? Like, so mm -hmm. the plastic feels on par or better than anything that you buy at retail. But the actual build quality, like how well it holds together, we've I'd say some, is we've up seen there some with people the best with, MMC stuff. Like we've seen, we've seen some people have their figures fall off shelves recently, and shoulders have <laughs> come apart. What well, of this guy? No, combined wars or other retail stuff. Saying he's on par with retail. Well, you, you know, know what? what? Like, you, know, you, know, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. Yeah. The big yeah. cannon. Yeah. It's just so cheap. And if you don't, uh, it is masterpiece scale, but it also just feels like, it feels like a really high quality leader class figure. Hmm. That's also about half the price of a, Retail lead class figure. You just can't go wrong with this guy. Yeah. At no yeah, point does Masterpiece Scale need to have $200 engineering points or plastic quality or die cast. Uh, yeah. Well, so it, but, if, but if you're talking about scale, then sure, that's just a size. But like Masterpiece Style stuff does have to have a little bit cleverer engineering than just yeah. like a lump of plastic. In robot mode, he looks Masterpiece Style, but in alt mode, he's far from it because he's. Mm. The cannon's just a lump. It doesn't like the shapes are all a bit off. But uh, you know, just just a robot like Galvatron. Fair enough. Yeah, just just a robot Galvatron. He looks perfect. He just fits right into the masterpieces. And sure, the plastic quality and uh, the overall build isn't as good. But it was as long as he's sitting on the shelf, he looks right at home. Yeah, mm. I think he looks fine. Um, I'm going to get him and uh, go and hide my Titans Return Galvatron, probably. He's, That's a perfect um, stand-in. I'm, I'm ashamed of him. Yeah, perfect stand-in for when Hasbro finally, or Takara finally decide to do theirs. Yeah. Whenever yeah. <laughs> that comes. <laughs> yeah, it'll, be, it'll be around at some point. And then even when they do, just put it in alt mode and have it sitting there on the shelf and leave your masterpiece one in bot mode. Or vice versa, like said, it, whatever it, looks better. It feels like a good, like a high quality leader class figure. So you just throw it in the rest of your chug stuff. It, it works. It's just an all around really nice figure that fit in. Hmm. All right. Open, open, open play. Big cannon. Nice yeah. procure. 
nice procurement. Um, I've I've picked up one bot in my travels in the last week, and uh, she is a Transformers animated Black Arachnia, and I love her. She's great. Um, she's 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 really good. I, I'm I'm fairly sure I've got her somewhere in my animated collection in a box in Melbourne somewhere. But um, picked him up. Picked him up. Uh, picked her up for a very cheap price at a. Uh, Eventually, essentially, a yard sale last week, um, and yeah, pretty pretty happy with her. Had forgotten just quite how good she looks, and it's been a while since I've uh, it's been a while since I've looked at a, an animated toy that I'm not you know really familiar with. So yeah, it's it's just good to sort of you know just move move her joints around and just you know see what kind of a pose she can strike. So yeah, she does uh, she does have tiny feet like some animated uh, characters. So. <laughs> That is the you, thing. You do have to be. Yeah, you, do, you do sort of have to be careful where you where you place her, but she's not that hard to. She's not that hard to stand. Mm. Yeah, I appreciate the ankles. I just wish they were a little bit bigger. But having the toes being able to move, you can sort of yeah get at the pose right. Um, and just looking at that figure, just what they done to that to make it the generations black arachnia, just <laughs> some yeah. of the stuff they've done there was fantastic. Yeah, very impressive. So that is it. That's it for new acquisitions. None of us have, uh, none of us have really acquired that much this week. But you can, if you uh, if you sign up to be a member of Transformers Collectors Club Australia, you can get some club merchandise, some stubby holders, Autobot Decepticon car stickers, and do you still have the uh, exclusive trading cards available, Brad, or are they sold out? No, we sure do. We got uh, the Soundwave and Soundwave Shockwave and um, Ultra Magnus collector cards to go with the uh, current ones, current release. So, fantastic. Yep. So, if you want to join up and be a member of Transformers Collectors Club Australia, you can find the information on our website. That's transformerscca.com. Uh, memberships run financial years, so we are coming up to the end of this financial year and. Uh, you can sign up for next year as well. It's memberships just start at, uh, start at just five dollars. Mm-hmm. All right, and it is well worth it. It is it is well worth it. We 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 get out there and we get tables at conventions and we try to try to connect like minded fans around the country. And um, I think the fact that we've got a relatively trouble free discussion group going on Facebook for everyone uh, is testament to that success. Yeah, and good work, Max. Um, Supernova TV just posted this week of. Uh, some interviews they done at Adelaide Supernova and Max, you got to represent the club there last year and uh, got in, interviewed by the MC of Supernova, which was great to see. Yeah, I was really happy that we got to do that and sort of just came out the other day and uh, I feel like it turned out all right. I'm glad, that, thankful for Supernova to coming around and giving us the opportunity to sort of spruik a bit. Mm. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. It happens. It happens at some of the conventions. I haven't usually seen Supernova do it very much, but uh, I've seen. Uh, I think when we're at the um, when we're at Bendigo, I think it was. Um, I saw the the MC came around with uh, with some cameras and uh, cameras and microphones to all the stands and had a bit of a chat to us. So, yeah, it's all, it's always cool. It's always a bit of fun to fun to do them. Mm. And last year we got to uh, have a good chat with him at Melbourne off camera, of course, and. Uh, up at Gold Coast, we actually sold him a world's smallest frost. So <laughs> he always ends up buying our stuff as well. 
Yeah, he's seen and gone, oh, I really like that, and come back 20 minutes later and gone, oh, it's still here. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a sign, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, that's no, just good. It's good being involved. All right. And with that bombshell, it is the end of the podcast for tonight and uh, or today if you are not listening at night time. Um, if you are listening along, thank you. And if you're watching along with the live record, thanks. I don't, know if, I don't know if anyone is. It's pretty late on a Friday night. Uh, you will find out, you'll find more about these stories and links to them all in the show notes uh, in your podcatcher of choice or on the website, which is transformersweekly.com. Over oh. your left shoulder. Yes, yes. Andy is, uh, <laughs> Andy is, uh, Andy's Phoenix. Andy's Phoenix. Yes. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, there we go. Dang. <laughs> We'll see. He's so I've had crap all over the floor in here for the last couple of weeks. So um, he's enjoying the fact that he can now walk around, uh, and he does like sitting on that table as well. So yeah. Uh, anyway, um, find out more about these stories in the show notes on the website transformersweekly.podbean.com. Facebook page is Australian Transformers Weekly, and uh, we are of course all in the Transformers Collectors Club Australia group on Facebook. If you're not if you're not already subscribed. Come, uh, come subscribe to us on uh, iTunes, Pocket Cast, YouTube, or other podcasters of choice and distinction. And if you can't find us on any of those services, the RSS feed is in the show notes. You can also check out Transformers Legends on the YouTube channel. I uh, cover a few stories aimed at younger, more discerning uh, younger Transformers fans than uh, we talk about in the, the grown-up show. And, uh, of course, we've already spruced the club, so... Do find out more about uh, more about us and what we do at transformerscca.com. So thank you for listening. We will be back with episode 142 uh, with all the news and uh, all the news and views that are fit for, I don't know, listening to on uh, Transformers Everywhere right here on TCCA's YouTube channel and Australian Transformers Weekly. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Lovely. Thanks, guys.